what would you say in lacks in economic research in general? You mean in the field of economics, what are we lacking? Yeah, like, a, yeah, what should we focus on in the future? <laughs> um, well, there's a lot. Um, maybe I will uh, focus on the type of stuff that I'm interested in. This is a podcast, you know, to some degree uh, related to religion. So we can talk about talk about that. Um, you know, so we we've come to know a lot more in the last decade on the role that you know, this, this is really something that this research has blossomed in the last, like, say, 10, 15 years. Um, on the role that religion has played historically in um, developing economies and, and in the 20th and 21st centuries as well. Um, what we know a lot less about from you know the, uh, the economic, or at least not just economics and social sciences, is um, say the role that non-Abrahamic faiths have played. So you know outside of Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. We, we, you know, it's something that's clear, you know, Hinduism, for instance, you know, is a, is a religion subscribed to by over a billion people, yet we know um, very little, except for some studies on the caste system, its role in economic development. Um, we know very little about the role that Buddhism has played in the economic development of East Asia, um, or again, or lack thereof. You know, this is something where Religion, I think all religions, just like almost all cultural features, typically have both positive and negative economic you know, uh, consequences. Um, but it's really about spelling out what those are. Um, I would say for, you know, younger people that might be interested in going into economics, I think there's a lot to be done in introducing people to the fact that these are not two distinct concepts that you know at the undergraduate level and certainly then at the graduate level that these are these are the types of questions that are really central to the study of economics i think um even though they're not currently in the the fee, you know in the academic field of economics the economics of religion is still a relatively small field even though it's really growing um that i you know and because of that because it's something that you know, it, it was quote unquote founded in the early 90s. Um, one of my colleagues at uh, Chapman University, Larry Anacone, is one of the founders, really started applying uh, economic insights to religion. And he was more or less almost the only one doing it for about 10 to 15 years, but something that since the early 2000s, you know, so about 20 years now, people have really started to pick up is something that's central. But that also means that there's a lot of questions that are unanswered, even among the Abrahamic faiths. Um, new research field is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and there's just so many questions, um, you know, because religion is so pervasive in you know in all societies that even among the faiths that have been studied a lot like you know particularly um, christian so uh, jewish and um is islamic societies there's still a lot of questions that we just don't know the answer to um that you know i think there will be that we'll, we'll know a lot more you know if we were to do this podcast again in 10 years that the answer to this question might be a little different because i think we're, we're we're seeing so much so much research come out in this field right now yeah, that's a really cool point. And also, like, I think related not necessarily to like economics and religion, but social economics has also like blown up recently. Um, and that's like, honestly, like, uh, I hadn't talked to this with Dr. Goldson, as we had said, but like, the research I'm conducting now is social economic research, which isn't necessarily linked with religion, but kind of just like social behaviors and how the economy affects that and how they affect like, yeah. their own kind of set of like, 
behaviors, social behaviors creating like an objective pattern, which is kind of like what this is doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, you know, the, you know, what, what you're kind of describing is similar to what we call cultural economics. So, you know, looking at the role that cultures play, you know, with, you know, or kind of these agreed upon or not even uh, implicitly agreed upon norms that societies have and how they affect economic development. This is something that is also, you know, it's obviously related to religion. I would consider religion to kind of be a subset of culture in a way. Um, but, you know, more broadly, cultural economics is really taken off and that's been a little bit more so than the last 25-ish years um, as something that economists are increasingly seeing the role that culture, you can't, you cannot understand uh, a lot of economic phenomena without understanding the differences in cultures across societies and the impact that they have on decision making. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, it's like more realistic economics, I feel because like today, uh, during this year, my junior year, like I've taken like AP macro and microeconomics. And like, sure, like the, the concepts and the pillars are very interesting. But a lot of those concepts don't hold up under the irregularities of our world. I mean, like there are people who base their religions off of non-objective factors. They don't work in the best ways that should work for them in terms of like utils or objective matters. And rather like there are these things that we need to gauge, but we don't like, or are increasingly doing like religion and how those influence um, factors and how that leads to decisions that otherwise are not necessarily covered by the fundamental courses of economics. Well, because I mean, yeah. we're not. We're, oh, sorry. Because uh, I mean, we're we're not robots. We we have human nature, which is influenced by culture, and that's why that's why it's never an exact science when it comes to anything social. And I guess the sure. more we understand those social phenomena, the more we can, I guess, attempt to make it into an exact science. I don't think we'll ever be able to, but at least we can get closer. Yeah, and it's not an exact science, and I don't think it's ever meant. It was ever meant to be. You know, I don't think social sciences are. You know, that that's that's the the the. I think the interesting thing about social science relative to the hard sciences really is that you know it is something that you know people are people are unique, and people are you know there there's nothing there's no laws really, and you know there is a law of demand, say, but but you know it's really <laughs> something that even that can be broken right demand curves can slope, slope yeah. upward under weird circumstances um but no i mean i think that um yeah i mean i i, I think this is right and you know and this is but but this doesn't also mean that we should throw out the economic way of thinking because we can think about culture as you know we we can use our economic models as you know as baselines and think all right well why do they work differently in different societies and that's where we can then ascribe culture as you know maybe affecting tastes which would be something you know you would certainly go over and uh, principles of micro class, you know, or, you know, thinking yeah, why so these cultures evolve over time. I mean, yeah, so it's, it's something that we do have to have a conception of what culture is and how it evolves. And economists do have thoughts on this. You know, there's a very famous set of models that look at how culture evolves over time from an economic perspective and what that might mean. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, again, we're, we're kind of re we're, we're re-understanding. This was something that, you know, if you look at the early 20th century, most economy, or people, many people studying economics would have thought that culture played a big role in um, the disparities in economic development across the world. But the reason that it became it's something that... Curve. 
No, not even that. It's more that, you know, it was more actually people like Weber who were, you know, were, I would say were very Eurocentric in the way that, or yeah, at best and probably racist at worst. And, you know, saying it was just something about European culture that was, um, was better for economic development. <laughs> and, you know, and, and there might've been aspects, I mean, you know, of that, of, of things that happened in Europe that might have led to economic development. But, you know, when, but economists, I think, rightfully shied away from those types of theories throughout the course of the 20th century. But the pendulum kind of swung too far to the point where, you know, and, and this might have been what you studied in your micro classes where, you know, we, we just are you know, maximizing over some utility function and yeah. everything can be explained by that. Where, you know, no, I mean, you know, we, we, we have we have culture, we have this way of perceiving the world that is, you know, not it's not even necessarily individual. The culture works at a society level, but um, but it's also does clearly impact the way that we um, the way that we think, you know, so these but these two things are not mutually exclusive. We can still use the basic models of economics. We just have to do do it carefully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it's not, I'm not necessarily saying that they don't obey the laws of uh, economics. It's more like when you look at, like, the shifters of demand and you think of taste, you more think of, like, the typical, like, oh, um, this is becoming more popular because of a magazine cover that advertised such and such. But if it's more just a, yeah. a religious taste that also has an influence, and that's kind of, like, what are you saying, like, we need to study more of? Yeah. And, like, it's, it's emphasis Possibly. on the fundamentals. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, that, that can be the type of thing that is certainly studied. Um, and we certainly would need to know more uh, to get at kind of the underlying kind of cultural values that lead to, if, you know, if you want to talk about, say, demand for goods or things like that. Sure. I mean, that's uh, something that we need to know much more about, I think. Yeah.